Underworks, the number wonder, down under for socks, and has been for 20 years. Miss any of Today FM Breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen, 104.1. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Today FM. Hello, podcast. Now, look, just, you know, get involved. Love you guys. Enjoy the puddy. <laughs> Feel the love. We're sending and, and you hugs. Alpha Bucks letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alpha Bucks letter yeah. in, in the middle too to come. Don't just listen the first couple of minutes ago. Yeah, I've had enough. Like, keep it, keep yeah. it on. Yeah. It goes like this. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Today, FM Breakfast. Maybe it's a brand new day. Grant Denya, Ed Cavalier, and Ash London. One, one, two, three, go. The rest of my life gonna start today. Good morning, Sydney. Great to have you with us. Grant, Ed and Ash on this magnificent Monday. Sit back and relax. We've got you covered, y'all. How was your election weekend, team? Y'all. Y'all. Well, Yow. it's too much political talk over the weekend, so I just sort of want to reset the language because uh, me's how much, tired. Hang on. How, many, how much political talk did you actually do? Oh, I soaked up a lot because, you know, I was getting oh, ready for major so change in this way. country. You know, it looked yeah. like it was going to be a song of fire and ice and the government was going to burn to the ground. He's doing that thing and where he sort of closes his eyes no, and looks to the sky. Close, didn't yeah. It didn't yeah. happen. What happens? Just ScoMo being ScoMo, guys. I went into a comedy comedy show with the news that, you know, um, Tony was about to be out, and I was stoked, still looking set for a Labor victory. And then um, by the time I got out, I was like, so I've just spent an hour laughing my head off while the country's burning to the ground. I mean, not everyone would think that. We're all different. Exactly. And also, let's, let's, people are acting like... Yeah, you're right. People acting like the communists got in on the weekend. <laughs> like, yeah. I think because we were just so Basically, set up for one thing. Well, we all what, agree that the polls lie. I know. the po- What's with They're the polls? Right. Yeah. It's like Logie's it voting. every time. Oh, it's like Logie's voting. It's yeah. rigged. Yeah. <laughs> I was at eight. Remember last year? So yeah, come you on. You still won. Yeah, there we go. All right. We're going to have a great show today, guys. Um, we're talking about embarrassing medical situations. We've all got one. <laughs> Mine happened last week. I want to die. But if you want to win $1,000 mm-hmm. straight off the bat. What a way to start. Let's not, let's not faff around, guys. No. no, no, no more than we already have. So exactly. how do we get involved, MC? Well, you just call us now on 131060 because our grand Daniel's bringing the fun to 6pm weeknight. Celeb name game, 6pm on Channel is our, 10. Is our show on tonight? Me and Ed's episode? Grant. Yeah. Is... yeah. Yeah. Have you been paying attention? Oh, no. Oh, do you mean a uh, celebrity oh, name oh. game? No, Our I think episode. you're Wednesday. You're Wednesday. Yeah, I've been told. Every All time right. we ask, it's later and later. No, it's big, bigger viewers on Wednesday. Yeah, that's why. Two contestants, a grand guaranteed. Thirteen, ten, sixteen. Grant Denyer is bringing the fun to six pm weeknights. Celebrity name game. Six pm on ten. Let's play a game. Ladies and gentlemen, celebrity name game. Now, we are hearing reports that Wednesday night is... If you were, if you were not going to watch Celebrity Name Game this week, maybe you thought, I can give one one of my 6pm slots away. Wednesday is the time to definitely... I mean, every night would be great. But Wednesday is when Ed and me and Gran are all on it together. Absolutely right. Hey, so, Denya, today you've, you've demanded, now we've acquiesced, we're doing a slightly different version. So this sort of takes place in a slightly later in the game. So we're getting an entirely new version of the game today, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> Play it more like the TV show itself. So you've got 30 okay. seconds. We're going to uh, try and get you to guess as many as you can, one by one. So you won't play against one another, but we'll take right. you one at, the, one at a time, give you a category, and then whoever can get the most wins. All right. So I'll go first. And i got I got Chris from Bargo. Morning, Chris. 
There you go, mate. Yeah, mate. You and I are on a wavelength. I can tell already. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so what's going to happen? It will be beautiful. What's going to happen is I'm going to give you the category, and then I'm going to describe people without saying their name or giving away too much, and you've got to guess who they are, okay? So all you've got to do is give me their name. You ready, Chris? Yep. Uh, yeah. The, the category is big, fat mining guys that wasted money on the election. No, sorry, that's not it. That's something uh, <laughs> quite Palmer. All right. It is people starting with T. Uh, here we go. Uh, he's a, a golfer, and a, the world's best golfer. Tiger Woods. Yes. Uh, the world's shortest but most famous actor. He used to be married to Nicole Kidman. Uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, uh, he's Tom Cruise. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, oh, God. Um, she's a world's most famous pop star. She dates everyone. She's got a new boyfriend every five minutes. Taylor Swift. Yeah, we go. Um, <laughs> he Apollo 13. He was the lead in Apollo 13 in Castaway and Forrest Gump. Oh, it's Tom Hanks. Yes, um, I uh, gave myself permission to shine. No, no. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't sing. You uh, got four. Hey, four. That's not bad. That's still not bad. That's pretty good. Chris, oh, great job. Rosie. Yeah, I, I, couldn't think of a, I couldn't think of a Tina Arena song. Chains. I'm in chains. And you can't sing songs, by the way, if you wanted to play by the rules. Uh, You're not allowed to sing. All right, okay. so now, okay, I've, I've had a go. And now it's Stacey from Heathcote. Stacey, you've got the man himself, Grant Daniel. Stacey. Oh, let's, let's bring it on. I tell you what, that other guy did really well, though, so that's a bit nerve-wracking. <laughs> okay, well, we can do better. All right, here we go. We Yours is people uh, who begin with S. Their names start with S. Okay, here we go. Okay. Best of luck. Uh, okay, he wears khaki, he wrestles crocodiles, he's got a famous family, he's no, no longer with us. Steve Irwin. Okay. Uh, he, he flies, he's faster than a speeding bullet, he can bend steel with his hands, and he wears red and uh, blue. Uh, with a giant S on his na- on his chest. Can't spell it. Oh, Sorry, Grant. Move okay. on. Okay. He's the creator of Apple. Uh, he wears a black s- skivvy glasses. Um, he made your iPhone. He's famous. Uh, Ashton Kutcher played him in the movie. Um. Oh God. Oh, no idea. Oh, no. That was tough. We got Steve well, Irwin. We missed Superman. Uh, Steve Jobs is, is is what we're looking for, for the creator of Apple, which means... Can I have a, a score, please? How many did uh, Stace one. get? Stace got one. Yeah. Uh, and I and uh, Chrissy got four. Chris from Bargo, you got the $1,000, buddy! Yeah. Beauty. 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 Well done. And that? it looks... And if I win tomorrow, I take over Grant's show. So that's a very <laughs> exciting <laughs> time to be alive. Another guaranteed 1000 bucks tomorrow. Grant Daniel, by the way. Bring fun, in the fun. Man. 6 p.m. weeknights. Got to catch it. Celeb name. Yeah, you can play yeah. tomorrow. Thanks. Yeah. Tonight, 6 p.m. on Channel 10. Lundo. Yes, doll. So, you've had some medical... Yes, situations yes, yes. going on, yes. and it's meant that you've had to go and have a number of examinations, yes. physical examinations. Yes. And I understand something a little bit embarrassing may have taken place. Yeah. And this happens as you get older, more, especially as a woman, and I'm sure that once I have a baby, I'll just lose all care for doctors looking at my bits. But I have had a hive <laughs> issue lately, yeah. and um, the biggest hive is in my groin, kind of like on my thigh. And I went, I um, finally got in to see a specialist, and I was very relieved that she was a girl because I was a bit nervous about prodding around. Yeah, um, yeah, so I'm lying on this table under this fluorescent light, and thankfully I have... I knew I was going, so I did, had a good wax because, you know, or I just yeah. wanted the air, no ingo, sort of the ingo, yeah, tidied it up. Waxed a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You had a little dragon. So <laughs> this gorgeous doctor is kind of looking with the, the torch on my groin at this hive. She's touching it. She's prodding. And I think oh, it's oh, fine. Right. And the nurse cool. is there as well. And she's lovely, young Filipino girl. So we bonded about the Philippines because I love the Philippines. And it's all going fine. And then she goes, 
Can I just? Oh, it is. I'm just going to get my colleague in. Is that okay? Am I? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, please be a girl. Please be a girl. Please be a girl. And then in walks this like 50 year old man, and I'm like, it's cool. He sees this a lot. He's a doctor. He's, He's not a even, pro. He does, of course he is, and I know he is. But within about 20 seconds, I've got now three adults, two women and a man. <laughs> Head in my groin, shining the torch on it, oh, and it's just like it's so up close and personal that yay, it gets to yay. the point where you just think, okay, I've just got to pretend I'm somewhere else, and I totally, you got to switch off. Oh, I thought you said make a move. No. <laughs> and then the minute it was over, I was like, pants up. Okay. Let's pretend this never happened. But I know you guys would understand because we've all been in these situations uh, where you know orkies. they're professionals, oh, but you still want to die, Daniel. Oh. Embarrassing medical situations. Or I was the same. I was a teenager just discovering that I had a groin, and then I got a twisted testicle. Uh, and I had to bring myself at some point to tell mum that I had an issue downstairs. And what hang happened? On, hang on, hang on. How did you twist, man? How did you twist wow. the testicle? It can happen. It just just running around in the playground, just kicking the footy with your mates. She twisted. What? Are you no, it happens. Just no, it running does. around. It does. It's yeah, it does happen. Weird, yeah, like masturbation injury, and it, which is when and it gets big. Yeah, I was the, doing the lamb, one of the lambs. Uh, okay, yep. <laughs> and then yep. I went to the hospital, same situation, walked in. I had to tell mum that I got a thing downstairs and she said, I'm going to have to have a look. I said, no way, take me to the hospital. Go How to the hospital. I was 11. Okay, yeah. So I lay down, in comes one nurse, calls in another nurse, calls in oh, another God. nurse. So if an 11-year-old boy with three nurses' heads touching and turning and trying to retwist your, your gear Ironically, back around the right way. Three nurses was the video that put you there in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I think we should get a little frisky on a Monday. Um, and last week, you guys put me to the ultimate test, uh, of which I failed miserably. So we thought we would create a regular segment, which we have now titled on this Frisky Monday, Naughty 640. Naughty 640. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> That's so sexy and naughty was Ed's little oh. baby, baby. <laughs> give us a wow. live one. Give us a live one. Oh, uh, baby, uh, baby. Uh, hey? <laughs> Take off those uh, tracksuit pants and... Uh, <laughs> After I finish this audio book, it's 10 seconds of joy. Oh boy. <laughs> Does Tiff fall for that? No, it wasn't for Tiff. That was my girlfriend. All right. <laughs> As is. As is. So last last week it revolved around a test that was floating around the the ethos that we that you could take. So there was a Sex Addiction Anonymous um li- <laughs> What's wrong? It's I'm the ether, to- not the ethos. E- yeah, whatever. Ethos <laughs> is the state of mind. Ether is the world. You're right. <laughs> ah, she, I failed. Okay, so it's 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 a oh my god, it's it's a test to determine whether you uh, have a sex addiction or not, and it, and it went like this last week. This was no. great results. So what, I'm what a sex help? addict. You are a sex addict. He's beyond help. He needs ma- call Charlie. someone now. No, <laughs> Charlie Sheen. I'm not a bad human. Oh, Ed answered. You're addicted to sex. Well, no, he answered. I don't think he was honest though. I am truthful. No, I was honest. You are just a you're a randy fellow. You're just a randy, <laughs> randy fellow. Yours was all paddock stuff and oh. and windows oh. open and non-stop Ew. internet searches. Like yours was really, really clear. So I'm now not a perv. I'm just a regular bloke who just, you know, appreciates the finer things in life and, you know, is comfortable with his own skin. So I just back off. That. I'm not gonna be ashamed of that. So I think that we should do the same to you then. Bring Ashley, it on, man. Are you okay Bring with this? On. Yeah, right. I'm not a Three questions. Answer okay. yes or no. That's all you need okay. to do. Here I we go. You might be. Question one. Have your needs driven you to have sex in places or situations or with people you would not normally choose? Absolutely not. Places? Not places. places or situations? 
No. no I've not- never been in public and been like, oh, gotta, no. What about no. backyard? Very vanilla. Um, no. Balconies? Gondolas? Are these euphemisms? No, no. Like the weirdest would be like all within the house. The Mighty Mouse at the Easter show? Oh, no. what a I don't great know what that sensation is, that is. Look out for the Big no. Dipper. Here it comes. Definitely not people. No, no. <laughs> okay. That's okay, a maybe. Second question. <laughs> Does your pursuit of sex or sexual fantasy conflict with your moral standards or interfere with your personal spiritual journey? Well, this is... I. I I grew up within the confines of Christianity, so I'll never be able to escape that moral guilt, even if my beliefs have evolved. So that's a yes. So it's a yes for that. So for but not because I'm into yes. weird stuff, just because, like, you know, you'll grow up being told sex is bad. So sex, so. Whilst having it, do you worry that Jesus is watching? Now I'm married now, so it's fine. Okay. And he loves that type of thing. Yeah, he's like, oh, they're married. Yeah, Go for that's it. That's his nice. kink. <laughs> Jesus' yeah. kink is that he has he's, to watch married people. Yeah, married people. Yeah. definitely doing that. Third question. Do you need greater variety, increased frequency, or more extreme sexual activities to achieve the same level of excitement or relief? Absolutely not. I reckon you do. No, you're one upping it. You're coming in with your one upping stories about yeah, how yeah, but it's not going. because we're like, oh, because at the same time, sometimes or most of the time, it's just normal vanilla, and that's what I like and love, and it's enough. But what about a dog snoot in your yeah, bottom? That is not, not because I'm like, hey, honey, get in here. It's like it just happens because <laughs> that's. It, how many times has it happened? A couple times. Four times. It's a habit. Yeah, but, yeah, See, but most people would that, by the saying... second time would take the dog out of the room. No, I don't want her to ever feel like she's being kept away from us. So as long as Jesus and the dog is watching, it's all cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a sex addict. Let's though. have the results, please, Grant Denya. Is it a yes or no for your final question? No, absolutely not. No. Ash, you are not a sex addict. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Grant, you said something at the start of the show, which I, I think everyone would agree with, that we've had enough election talk, it's over, let's move on with our lives. Yeah. But it's now time to talk about the winners and the losers. And uh, Lundo, yes. I don't know if you're a winner or a loser here because mm. we had a prediction made. Yeah, look, we brought my girl Honey into the studio. We uh, put some photos up of some potential leaders smeared in peanut butter. And Honey uh, just got all up in ScoMo's face. This is what happened. Oh, and she's leaked, that'll do, whatever that was. Who was that? Oh, God. I... Who was it? She's gone with ScoMo. The honey girl has picked oh, ScoMo. Honey! And at wow. the time, it was, what a you skill. know, remember three days ago when they weren't going to win? Yeah, it, yeah. Was like, it was looking yeah. like a Labour's landslide. And I thought, <laughs> oh, my dog is not Nostradamus after all. And then, so now it's time to talk about the losers. Obviously, Big T Abbott. Oh, um, that's so good. Now, Grant, spare a thought for Tony Abbott because he's lost his seat and he's only got to console himself with 300 grand a year of taxpayer money till the, oh, till the end of time. Till the end of time? Oh, yeah. the poor bugger. That's 15 grand a month after tax. <laughs> What's like, he going to spend it on? Like, he only ever wears, like, Speedos. It's not like he's going to buy <laughs> outfits or suits anymore. So spare a thought. Spare a thought for big Tony Abbott today. And then, but also, obviously, the Labor Party had a bit of a, you know, a, bit of a shock loss. But how about Clive Palmer? So $60 million spent, Grant. They're saying now $80 million. $80 million yeah. spent. They're 80 saying 80 is, is closer yeah. to the number now. $80 million 80 spent. $80 million. And did he get, how many seats did he get in the lower house, guys? Zero. And how many seats did he get in the upper house? That would be zero as well. So he got a bag of nothing for $80 million. <laughs> but he's now claiming that he's happy because, you know, thanks he's, to him. the made some got noise. In. 
Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's now claiming you. the Liberal victories because he's token taken votes All off right. Labor. All right. So he's worth still about 600 a little bit over $600 million. So it's more than 10% of his worth, right? Which is, for most people, to give away 10% of what they're worth yeah. would be, like, pretty crucial. But also, when you hear the $80 million and you see those ads, you're like, they cost $3 each, those $3. ads. $3. <laughs> <laughs> like how? Someone made them on Microsoft Paint. They're so bad. They are so bad. Someone made them on a Nokia 5110. <laughs> yes. And, but so did you, my favourite part of the election though, on the weekend, did you see his, the people handing out his how to vote cards? Like, we were all bombarded, right? <laughs> With how to vote cards. Clive's got no friends and no volunteers, so he paid promo models. Now, I've done a lot of promo work in my yeah. time, right? I used to hand out up and goes at the Sydney in the CBD, right? So have a listen to said so They went up to the, some of these promo models. So there are all these like hot young people handing out how to vote cards for Clive Palmer, yeah. and they asked him what they love about Clive, why they're there. Have a go. No, what, what about Clive Palmer's? No, what, what about Clive Palmer's policies? Do you like the best? <laughs> they're reading the sheet. Yeah. Tax cuts. Yeah. Tax cuts are always good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell me more. Tell me more. And then the best part, though, did you see that there was a guy or what they said? So, so Clive Palmer supporter was caught exposing himself at an election. Uh, did you see this, Grant? At a polling no. booth. <laughs> did yeah. he? I've done some research. Clive was so desperate, he went down there and got out his double Ds. <laughs> <laughs> Miss any of Today FM Breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen. 104.1. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Today FM. Today FM Breakfast. Grant Denyer, Ed Cavalier and Ash London. Hello, good morning. How you doing? 7.08. This is Today FM Breakfast, guys. Cannot wait for Rocket Man. Hit cinemas May 30. And this week we are giving someone the chance... Go to Los Angeles. Whoa. Yeah. And we're not going to draw it out for a month. This Friday, someone is going to win this amazing trip. And all you've got to do is be a true Elton John fan mm-hmm. and be able to do a bit of Elton John karaoke. Yeah. You know the cool thing about Elton John is you don't even need to be a fan to know his exactly. music. His music is so worldly. His songs are such smash hits. You will yeah. know the lyrics. What's your favourite Elton John song, boys? My Humps. Tiny Dancer. Yeah, me too. Tiny My <laughs> I also do like Rocket Man, though. I'm a yeah. rocket man burning rocket out of fuse out here below. Your See, chance so good. to sing your way to LA. Yeah. Yeah, and it can be as bad as those two just then. Exactly. <laughs> Ow. We'll do that soon. Keep it here. Next, though, your chance at $10,000 with Alpha Bucks. Want to play? You keep it right here. Today FM's Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Guys, let's do it. 10000 bucks. What a way to start the week. We've got Ali from Janali this morning. Yeah, Ali from Janali. I used to live in Janali. What a cool little joint. Good morning. You there, Ali? AJ? Uh, oh, AJ. Oh, oh, it says oh, AJ. AJ. Oh, AJ. Well, uh, it still what, sort of works. What, I can be Ali, though, for you guys. <laughs> um, well, hello. You'll do anything for the cash, won't you, AJ? <laughs> you sly yeah. unit, you. Um, mate, best of luck. It's pretty easy. The letter you're playing with today is H uh, for helicopter. That makes sense to you? H for helicopter. Got it. $100 for everyone to get right. 10 grand if you can get them all, my man. All right, best of luck. Here we go. Come on, mate. Name a type of cheese. Uh, uh, pass. Beyonce song. Halo. An insect. Hornet. Celebrity chef. Pass. Brand of beer? Heineken. Broadway musical? Pass, bro. Type of sauce? Uh, pass. A nut? 
Hazelnut. A brand of chocolate. Hershey. A piece of furniture. Hutch. AJ. I feel like he answered 400 answers just then. That was very very impressive. A couple of passes, but smashing through them at a record pace, mate. Nice work. Yeah. Did my research, but just obviously not not enough. No, you did well, mate. $600. Congratulations. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, you'll kick yourself that halloumi is not only a kind of Mm. cheese, but the best kind of cheese. Halloumi. AJ. Do you want to donate that to Clive Palmer? He wasted eighty million on the <laughs> yeah, election. Good cause. Get on board. <laughs> no. Or, or or Tony Abbott's retirement fund. There, there you go. go. Yeah, <laughs> he needs it. Another ten thousand bucks up for grabs <laughs> after seven tomorrow with Alpha Bucks. Another reminder as well. Make sure you grab the podcast because we'll give you tomorrow's letter. Yeah, yeah we, all the, the guesses have been improving since we've started giving away the yeah, letter podcast. Every day on the podcast, we solve a true crime. Yep. So there's a lot in there for people. <laughs> so many reasons to head to todayfm.com.au. Let's talk embarrassing yourself. Uh, 131060, have you accidentally texted someone else? So sent a message to the wrong person because mm. I got a beauty just the yeah, other this, day. This from happens one. a lot when you're talking. The worst kind is when you're talking about somebody. <laughs> And yes. then you send it to them. That's the worst. Because you're I thinking, see, John, so you exactly. send it accidentally to John. John. I just remembered I sent one that was meant for our boss to my mum the other day. <laughs> what did it say? <laughs> no, just Love you. you too. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, let me, let me I'll, I'll give you a bit of an idea what came through. And it was one of those messages where the only response that you can say is, what, lots of question marks, and was this meant for me? Oh, dear. Because oh, it oh, clearly oh. was not. All right, so here's, here's, here it is from my mate. Just been released in an Uber. Doc was bloody polite. He had to use a small tube and some kind of uh, liquid. Um, as I left, he said with a straight face, lucky I've got small fingers. Hey. <laughs> Kids are away for the night and this happens. Jeez, we're pathetic. It hurts a little, so I'll probably sit down a cushion for a while. Anyway, I'm home in 10. <laughs> that is what? a text. You what? got a text from your mate the that heck? said that. Yes. <laughs> So, I need a full explanation uh, of what I happened. I was like, whoa, I think that was meant for your wife and not me. What's the story? Did you mean to send this to me? And he goes, oh, my God, no. He he clearly had some kind. He didn't want to elaborate because he was too ashamed and embarrassed. But he's clearly got some sort of bum work going on, like some sort of situation. Give me some of the details. The back end. Give me oh. some okay. of the details again. Yeah, I think hemorrhoids. I think it's I think it's a no, case no, of bum no, notes. No. Read it again. This is, Read no, it again. This, is, this is playful backdoor thing because there's this key line in this. Okay. Uh, ju- just been released in an Uber. Doc no. was bloody polite. No. Uh, he had to use a small tube and pump some kind of watery fluid or yeah. lube, he wrote. Something yeah. stuck in there. Keep going. And... Uh, <laughs> As I left, he said with a straight face, lucky I've got small fingers. Next hey. Bit. Next bit. Aha. Uh-huh. Kids away for the night and this happens. Yes. Kids, Kids away, away for the night and this happens. This is something. Staff inserted. Yep. Oh, This is an insertion. 100%. Story. I thought it was something innocent like, there. like nope. butthole raisins or something. Oh, but you reckon. No, no, no. Because person. it's like when um, they do yeah. an enema, they flush it to get all, everything <gasps> out, of the, uh, out of the passageway. You're saying sexy time gone wrong. Absolutely. Going I didn't even think of that. You? You That's didn't even think better. of that. Well, um, I was first of all, I was worried about him because I thought something was going wrong. But if it was self-inflicted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> having a bit of fun while the kids are out, which I respect. Awkwardly <laughs> sent it to you, though. So on 131060, have you ever done this? Have you texted the wrong person and then as soon as it said sent, you're like, ah! 
fuck? Once I oh. texted a boy, Rudy, oh. that I loved, that I thought he was hot in his skinny leg jeans and sent it to Rudy. Oh. And it was back in the day with the old phones where you could take the battery out. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. as soon as it pressed send, I took the battery out, threw my phone across the room and <laughs> smashed it. So because I'd smashed my phone, I didn't know whether it had... <laughs> Yeah, it did. Seems drastic. Yeah. That so seem drastic. it went through anyway, and it cost you $1,000. You've sent yeah. a text to the wrong person, or maybe like Grant, you've received this text out of the blue and gone, oh, my God, this was clearly not meant for me. Give us a call on 131060. Got a bunch of invites as well to the Good Food and Wine Festival. So if you've sent a text to the wrong person, 131060, we'll chat to you next. Have you ever sent a text to the wrong person, or have you ever received one um, accidentally? Because that was the situation that I faced when a good friend of mine sent me a text meant for his wife that involved a fair bit of personal medical information. Yeah, he'd around... obviously he'd put. I'll say it because you yeah, can't because you, your friends. He's obvious. We have deduced he's put something up his the place the, the out hole, yeah. and he's had to go to the hospital to get it flushed out. Which you yeah. know I respect. Yeah. Live your best life. And I'll be home in ten minutes, dear wife. Accidentally sent to Grant. So yeah. Samantha from Concord West, what happened to you? Um, so a few years ago, I was at the club with some friends and after a few drinks, I texted my friend to tell her I was staying at a guy's house um, that I've known for a while and I accidentally sent it to my dad. Oh, <laughs> now you sound like you are of the ethnic variety like myself and yes. our dads yes. like to think yes. that we are yes. we are complete angels, angels until the day we're married. <laughs> yes. yes. Did what you get did one back from that? dad? Yeah, what did he say? Um, oh, I didn't hear back, so yeah. Get it, did you get it, girl? <laughs> it That's was a bit cool. awkward. <laughs> get it, girl. Or just an eggplant? <laughs> <laughs> Jared from Appen, what did you do, mate? Okay, so I sent a picture. Um, I had a double open groin hernia, and instead of sending it to wife, I sent it to work. Oh. <laughs> work. So I sent a picture of my crutch to my boss. Was there any C and B in there? Yeah. Uh, a little. It wasn't little. like hiding it because it was to my wife, obviously, but yeah, showing what, what it to did, the and What did he say yeah. back? He goes, get well soon. Get yeah. well soon. <laughs> See this open wound with pus coming out? That's what I think of you. That is graphic. All right, Emma in Lidcombe. Emma, you sent a text to the wrong person. What happened? That's right. I've got to set the context, though. Like, I work at a conservative Christian school. So one of my older oh, colleagues, <laughs> one of my older colleagues, lovely man, but quite conservative, and he often sends me um, links with YouTube clips, you know, biblical interpretations and whatnot. Nice. I was speaking to uh, a friend of mine, and we were um, discussing a, a certain prostitute. And um, I found yes, a clip do. of the, the, the prostitute, and I thought, you know what, I'll send it to the friend as oh, I was gosh. talking to her on the phone. But I accidentally sent it to the conservative. Now, I didn't oh, realize gosh. this until the next day when I spoke oh, to the gosh. friend. Go, didn't you see the clip I sent you yesterday? Oh. And she said, what clip? And I went back, no, I sent you the clip and went back through my messages oh. And I'd sent it to the conservative man uh, in response to his conservative uh, YouTube clip. Look, yeah. we've seen each other at work, and it's just been completely quiet. So I'm you not haven't bring acknowledged. It up. Acknowledge it. <laughs> I'm not going to bring it up. I'm just going to leave it as is. I can't wait to see what he sends now, because in his mind, he's like, "All right, she's really taking things up a notch." <laughs> <laughs> Rocket Man in cinemas May 30. Back on my bags last night, we fly. Want to get to LA? Oh my god! All you have to do is finish the Elton John song. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
Moses McGee. That was like a the, the wedding DJs had a couple of... The yeah. mega mix? Yeah. So this is how we go. So we have got an Elton John song. I'll load it up and it's going to stop. And it's going to stop pretty quickly. you just got to sing the next line, but it's got to be exactly right. Now, Lando, you got the... Grant, you got the lyrics in front of you. you sure yeah. Exactly. Okay. Let's start with uh, Dina from Maroubra. Hey, Dina. Hey, guys. All right. We've got to be strict. This is a great prize. So here comes Elton John. As soon as it finishes, you sing the next line exactly. Here we go. Don't you know I'm still standing Oh, I've got yeah. oh. You can try again tomorrow. Here we go. Next. Natalie, Dulwich Hill, Nat, here it comes. Don't you know I'm still standing better than I ever did. Looking like a little kid. Oh, oh. no. Yeah. It was it's so be exact. close. That's not right. So You're missing a little bit at the start. Jen from Blacktown, it's her first time on air. Welcome aboard. Here it comes. Don't you know I'm still standing better than Looking like a true survivor. Feeling like a little kid. Yes! Beautifully done. Jen, well done. Well done, darling. Note perfect too. Now, you are now our carryover champ, which means tomorrow you're going to come back and play again. But this is, I mean, it's a good position to be in, but it's also a lot of pressure because someone could snake you at the very end, darling. So brush up on Uh your Elton John lyrics. All right. And if you are our carryover champion, come Friday and you get that right, you you could be going to Los Angeles. Trip awesome. one on Friday. Good luck. Wow. Thanks. Another chance to get on standby. She's going to yeah. Spotify Elton John yeah. all day. All second the week off. We'll do it again tomorrow. <laughs> Sing your way to LA. All for Rocketman in cinemas May 30, Today FM. Can't get enough Today FM breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen. 104.1. Today FM Breakfast, Grant Denyer, Ed Cavalier and Ash London. Hello, good morning, how you doing? Happy Monday, it's 8.07, you've got Today FM Breakfast, Ed. Yeah, last night on Channel 7's Sunday night program, two former Married at First Sight contestants came out and said how little support they get after the show and about how the headline was that they were one of the contestants saying that someone is going to take their own life as a result of their uh, taking part in the show. This mm. is a little bit of what she said. I was begging them for help. I can't deal with this. Please make it stop. Please make it stop. And they wrote back, we recommend you get professional help. That was the night that I first attempted to take my own life. Very serious stuff after being on a reality program. And joining us is uh, former Married at First Sight contestant Tracy. You'll know her from this rap. Hey, yo, Tracy, my little lady. You drive me crazy. Yes, the police fall down. We don't want to pay Dean. Dean, Dean's Uh, tribute, yeah. That's Dean's tribute. Tracy from last year's Married at First Sight is going to come on and tell us how badly it affected her life. Yeah, that's going to happen after 8.30 this morning. A report today, or it's been made public today, that obesity has become so widespread in Australia that it's stunted life expectancy. University uh, has a report which reveals life expectancy is now falling behind most other high-income nations. Wow, 28% of Australian adults are actually obese, which is... It's, a lot. It's a huge statistic. It's higher than I, I had no thought. idea. Yeah, particularly for this country. And obviously that leads to heart attacks and strokes and hence why um, our life expectancy is shortening in this and great country. I know country. a lot of people listening, maybe you were bigger and you've done the hard work yeah. and you've lost the kgs. Good on you. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know how much, how big you got. Mm. Why are you smiling, MC? No, nothing. 
Oh. And how yeah. much you yeah lost? Yeah, you went to the gym once last week. Have you lost a couple of kgs from that MC? Oh no, oh, you get abs after one session, don't you? That's that's how yeah. it works. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, especially yeah. when you wash it down with a happy meal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you call us up and you have lost a heap of weight, it is holiday Monday, so we could be seeing you know okay. as a reward, reward for all your hard yeah. work. Whack the bikini on holiday Monday. We'll send you down to Molly Mook for nothing. So if you've lost a Bunch of weight. How big were you? Yeah, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. 28% means one in three Australians are probably in the same boat. A lot of people might be inspired to hear the journey you went on. This We can make this something really positive. All right. If you've lost a heap of weight, give us a call 131060 for Holiday Monday. We'll do it next. Okay, time to find out the podcast letter. I don't know what it is. Who knows? I know what it is. Alpha Box letter. Don't say, I want to guess. Does anyone know? Ah. I don't know. I, Ah. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, MC might have to ask. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna buzz to the producers right yeah, buzz, now. Buzz, buzz. Okay, okay, just chat amongst yourselves. Hey, what is the Alpha Bucks letter for tomorrow for the podcast? Yeah, come on. Oh, 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 oh. Come on, pie. This isn't very compelling. I'm really pie sorry. Pie sign. Pie sign. They're coming in. It's a lot more compelling than most podcasts. <laughs> Actually, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, you've listened right. to them all. Yeah. Yep. I have. Sorry, guys. Just want to apologise yeah. for the audio quality of last week. That's what a lot of them start with. So. In 1961, a man went walking and never came home. Over the next 15 parts, we're going to solve f- all and maybe end up in court as a prejudicial part of a court case. G for Gooch. Whoa. Uh, G for Gooch. I really wanted it. The Gooch. Gooche. The Gooch is the bit down under, isn't it? It's yeah. the, the bit Perineum. between the bits. Yes. Yeah, Perineum. 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 Yeah, perineum. It's a bit that. It's a bit the. It's the first to go in the. The boys and girls <laughs> both have a perineum. Yes. Yes. John so with three perineum. Right. We've both got bum holes, and it's just a bit in front of that. It's just a bit yeah. that joins. Well, because as you're, if you're a boy, it's kind of like the extension of of the of your shaft, yeah. I think. But which oh, a girl is. wouldn't have. But the area through. is still called. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Um. So your letter is G tomorrow <laughs> seven o'clock. You could win ten thousand dollars. Gooch it. Get enough Today FM breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash. Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen, 104.1. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Today FM. Researchers from the University of Melbourne have released a report which reveals life expectancy is now falling behind most other high-income nations due to an obesity crisis with 28% of adults in Australia being mm. obese. And we want to speak to you guys about... Losing the weight yeah. because obviously if this is happening to a third of Aussies. It's a problem that yep. is you know a lot of people are facing. Ed, kick absolutely us right. Now. So Gina from Brinjelli, Gina. And now, Hi. how much did you weigh at your heaviest? Uh, One seventy nine. Okay, and how much did you manage to lose? Uh, 70 and trying to lose another 20 to 30. That is an unbelievable wow. effort. Well Congratulations. Done. That's amazing. And, and, and what sort of process did you go through to, to, to lose the weight? Well, a lot of years of trying to diet, but that doesn't work unless you've got the mindset. I went and had gastric sleep done, and then the hard task started of mindset, counselling, and changing my diet. So that gave you the start, and then you started to do the the deeper work. And you feeling good? Definitely. Changed your life? Definitely. 100%. Great, great. Fantastic work. Okay, here's here's Paul from Padstow. Paul, how heavy were you at your heaviest? Uh, 168, and now I'm 102. Bang! Well done, That's me. That's, you've lost my whole body weight. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do it, brother? Um, just hard work, to be honest, changing my lifestyle completely. Was there, was there a moment when you were at your heaviest, mm. Paul, when you went, that's it, I can't, I don't want to do this anymore? Um, 
Yeah, within three months of actually starting it, I was like, no, I'm done. Get, get me off this thing. I want a, I want a burger or something. Or, yeah. But seeing my kids every day and, and not being able to do what I used to do, like martial arts and everything else, and I just, yeah. I said, no, that's it. I'm done. I'm doing it. Good on your point. And as other people listen, mate, and, and hoping to sort of be inspired by you, what, what gave you your biggest win? My biggest win was um, I had a goal. I, I, I bought a suit I wanted to wear. And um, seeing myself in that suit and just going to a ball like it was, it was like a, it was a, it was an ethnic function I, mm-hmm. I was going to, and um, and just seeing everyone saying, "Oh my God, you look so amazing!" This and that, and yeah. and it just that was my biggest win. Plus, going to the beach without my shirt on. That was, yeah. that was one so cool. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Fantastic. Good hey, on congratulations. You, mate. He's Terrence uh, from Galston. Uh, Terrence, how, what was your, at your heaviest, how heavy were you? 186 kilos and uh, lost three. Sorry, say that again. We, your line cut out. Uh, 186 kilos and not, lost 93. <laughs> wow. You halved your body oh weight, mate. Oh, God. Terrence, how, how did you do it? Um, it's just that silly little thing of diet and exercise, you know. Yeah. They, everyone, everyone says it, but you've just got to do it. Yeah. What was the biggest change you had to make from your old lifestyle, whether it was eating or, like, what was the thing you had to cut out and say no more? No more sugar. Um, that was the biggest one was sugar and then limiting carbohydrates. What kind of sugar were you having before? Were you smashing All of sodas it. and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Everything has sugar in it. It's, it's not yeah. – it's, it's the it's, – yeah, the, the non-natural sugars, right? So your mm. refined sugars were the ones that just they, they just stack on the weight. And describe life for me now, mate. How much better is it for you? Oh, it's amazing. You know, and I have to give a, a bit of a shout-out to, to Joel at, at Step Into Life in, um, in Glenory because... Right. Yeah, I'm sorry, Glenhaven. Yeah, he, he's the... Um, <laughs> yeah. He's one. He's one of the you know the, my PT who who just smashes you know smashes me on a regular basis to make sure that Terrence um, was that a, was that the was that your partner then correcting you? <laughs> that, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was my wife correcting me. That was really good. Well, can I ask how has it changed? If you don't mind me asking, oh, how funny. has it changed your intimate life? Should I, should I let her answer that? Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, it, it definitely is a lot better. Yeah, it's fantastic, Go mate. On. Good on you. You've done the I'll, hard work. I'll break, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I reckon you and your wife need to go on a holiday. Get that beach body out. Congratulations. You're off you to can. Bannisters. Good by night. the sea, mate. Thank you. You're very welcome. Congratulations Jeez. on all the lo- weight loss. Three plans. incredible we, stories. We yeah. better not find out that that was Joel the PT putting on an accent. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's very well Shame. done if it is. <laughs> Terrence, you and your partner are off to experience the ultimate in luxury coastal accommodation with panoramic ocean views, the iconic Sorry. Rick Stein restaurant at Bannisters by the Sea in Mollymook. You can book your stay, by the way. Oh, Bannisters.com.au. No. You can't have the bagel. <laughs> Oh, of course, the bagel with the smoked salmon. Don't, and, okay. can't no, have it. No, just no just have the salmon. Just the salmon. Yeah. Just, yeah. The just, salmon. just the salmon. <laughs> uh, Channel 7 Sunday night last night uh, had some former reality television contestants talking about the difference between what we see on the screens, guys, versus what the reality is for the people who go into these shows and often uh, very unaware of how much producing and what mm. their life is going to be like. Uh, and it can get quite serious. So last night a former... Uh, Married at First Sight contestant was talking about how much they were struggling after the show and the response they got from Channel 9. I was begging them for help. I can't deal with this. Please make it stop. Please make it stop. And they wrote back, we recommend you get professional help. That was the night that 
I first attempted to take my own life. So very serious stuff. And Absolutely. Because there's tro- like not only do you have no control of the editing, but also there's the trolling that comes with it. A lot of and- horrible people online feel like it's their right to then say the most horrendous things to these people. And let's that- not forget the one thing that makes a reality show so successful is you have to have a hero and a villain. And if you are mm. made out to be a villain, and sometimes that's out of your hands, the consequences are, are, are horrific. That was Claire from season one of Married at First Sight. And joining us on the line is someone we've spoken to before from the from last year's uh, Married at First Sight. It is a Tracy. You'll know her from this rap. Hey, yo, Tracy, my little yes. lady. Pull that pull. down. She was paired with Dean. Hi, Tracy. Hey, guys. How's it going? Very well. It's, it's good to hear well. from you. Thanks for making time. Now, Claire made a, a statement that I couldn't believe. She said that she didn't even meet these so-called relationship experts until after she had been paired with her partner and after filming had begun. Is that true? Did you? When did you meet the experts? Yeah, I've only met the experts on camera. So I don't know if they'd already paired me or not, but I never <laughs> met them in all like the tests. It was always on camera. So Tracy, uh, mate, they don't want you to be compatible, do they? Because that doesn't make great television. Of course not, but you're fed all these lines from the producers like, we've met your perfect match, you're going to be so happy, and they ask you so many questions about your match, and like Claire, I was a little bit naive in believing them. Mm. At what point in this experiment, whether it was during the filming or when it started airing, did you realise that this was having a negative effect on you? What was that moment? Yeah, I think it was once you kind of meet the other couples and then you begin to realise, oh, yeah, this is just a big joke and they've just matched us for ratings. That was the moment for me, that first dinner party. I was like, oh, no. And then it's too late because you're in it and you can't mm. get out. How do they, so the, the question is always, oh, we were edited in this and we were edited, you know, edited that. So what, take us through an actual moment. Like, so what's a, a day in the life? So how long would you film for, let's say, on a day of Married at First Sight? Oh, you'd film from 10, 11 in the morning right up till 2 or 3 in the morning. Wow. So, yeah, it's a massive day. So you can imagine doing that minimum five times a week, how much, like, you know, filming they have to yeah. take into four, four episodes a week. And, and when you're at 1A in the morning and you can barely hold yeah. yourself upright, are you, you just sort of compelled to give them what they want? Oh, you'd, you'd say anything just to go to bed and be let go, 100%. Mm. If you're so emotionally exhausted that you just, you're so upset all the time. They could edit that upset moment to anything. And I would imagine, I would hope that they would have counsellors, psychologists on hand throughout the whole thing when you are filming so you've got someone to talk to. Is that true? Well, this is the thing. You do have a psychologist available while you're filming, but you don't have that much time to go and see them. <laughs> and it's one for the whole cast. Yeah, and there's one for the whole cast. But you need it once it's airing on television, and that's just not made available. Mm. Uh, but can, can the yeah. damage linger for long after the show's finished, though, for some contestants, Tracy? Yes, it definitely did for me, um, you know, because the problem is, is the trolling continues well after it stops on television. Mm. If someone's listening now, and I know that 10,000 people did apply for the next season because they think, what, they'll get their 15 minutes of fame, they might get some paid Instagram posts, what would you say to someone that's thinking of doing this show? Look, it's, it's a really tough one because you have to be so strong. And if you think you're going to get your 15 minutes of fame, is it really worth it? You know, Is it worth it for you? 
oh, if I had my time again, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> That's for sure. And I certainly wouldn't do it again. And, and Claire's, I'm, I'm, her words were pretty dire. She really does believe that eventually, unfortunately, someone may lose their life because of this experiment and what it's doing to people's lives. And that is a bleak outlook and something that we hope and pray, of course, never happens. But do you feel the same way? Do you feel like it's getting to this level of seriousness? I think it is because look at like last year's Married at First Sight. It's getting, you know, this year's, it's getting crazier and crazier. They're pushing it to new limits to get Mm. the ratings. So I think that's just going to do more and more damage to people and they really need to support us and they're just not. How quickly do they drop you? Like how quickly after the show finishes, if you try and like text a producer or reach out or get some help or whatever, how quick is it that they cut you off? Uh, on that last episode, they just couldn't get me in the car quick enough. Wow. <laughs> really? like slam it. Yeah, it was quite horrific. And that's very shocking. Yeah. yeah. It's a feel, of course, it's a feeling they're in your pocket saying, they, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're all over you saying how great you are. And then they mm. won't even call you back. Hey, Tracy, uh, thanks for speaking to us today. We wish you all the best of luck uh, for the future and to the 10,000 people that are applying for Married at First Sight. <laughs> yeah. Maybe do something else. Yeah. <laughs> Miss any of Today FM Breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen, 104.1. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Today FM. It's been a big show and we're about to go. So give us a ring for one last thing. Okie doke. Let's get straight into it, MC. Is it Anne, Anne from Crow's Nest? Yep, Anne. Hello, Anne. Good morning. How are you? Very good, Great. Anne. What would you like to talk about? Grant, I'd just like to know, have you found your wedding ring yet? Oh, it's a terrible question. Uh, no. I mean, asking around the office, because I'm told by the person who was the, the gatekeeper of the ring, that, it, and he said it had been handed in, but I can't oh, yeah. yet find he's it. He's flown to London today, so, I mean. <laughs> Maybe he's taken it with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, Anne, we should follow it up. Thank you, Anne. Thank you for reminding us. Yeah. It is now a few months that Grant hasn't had his wedding ring. He's not wearing it on TV, but that's on purpose. <laughs> I think that's what Sherry... <laughs> Shezzy's... What, Sherry. I've got my oh, wife's name wrong. I <laughs> <laughs> hope she's not listening, darling. I really oh, hope she's not listening. That's tough oh, no. I'm yeah. already... She's looking at Straight me Straight to Gucci, buy her a present. Thanks. The not wearing it on television thing is the thing that she can't get past. Yeah. 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 It's ropeable. Well... It's not like it's a statement saying, hey, ladies, I'm well, a single man, well, come yeah, and get me. What, else, what other statement is there apart from taking the, the wedding ring off? The statement is all the movies, ring. When the guy's about to have an affair, he walks into the bar and he slips his ring off and he puts it in his pocket. Don't you dare suggest that that is what I'm doing. I'm not. I'm saying that's what people think. Sherry, so nice to find Sher- Sherry will be really disappointed to <laughs> Sherry? <you. laughs> uh, Kelly, Kelly, one last thing. Yes. Yeah, what's up? Um, uh, finally, talking about how to catch a cheater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, have, I have a story. Oh, yeah. Um, friend, friend of mine uh, had suspicion that his wife was cheating on him. Yeah. So he put a Navman satellite tracking device in her car, hid it under the, under the front seat, and tracked where she was going. And? Then became a regular pattern of this particular destination she was travelling to, and... Yeah, you confronted her and they're divorced and, oh. yeah. Busted God, custard. All, all oh. from the nav man. All from the You can't track people. You can track people. No, no, I reckon if you've got... happened. Yeah, if, you, if you've got doubts. No, look, I don't know. if you've got doubts, oh, it can't be, be a man or a woman 
and go and talk to your partner, right. but don't but start tracking that, people. No one, but no what one admits they it. They just go, and if nah, you don't believe nah, them, you've got, issues, you've got bigger I, issues. I see what you're saying. So if the first stage is that they've taken their wedding ring off, then you start. Oh, then okay. have the Good conversation. Luck. Sherry, if you're listening, it's time to chat. I guess i got a tracking device on my car then. Now, Amanda from Denham Court, one last thing. Hey guys, I just wanted to know if you're all watching Game of Thrones today. I am so excited. Who do you think's going to end up on the throne, Dal? Um, I do think it'll be John. Do you now? Is that the obvious answer, though? It is the obvious answer, and it's Game of Thrones, so it probably won't happen. Mm. But that's who I'd like it to be. Yes, yes. Him killing her would be actually pretty amazing to see. I think, yeah, that's what's going to happen. I reckon Daenerys will kill John. And then uh, Arya will kill Daenerys. So the like on the throne. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going yeah. no throne. She's awesome. I'm no going, I'm no, going throne. no throne. I reckon Everyone this dies. Work. Yep, I reckon they go, yeah. that's it, and they make an agreement. <laughs> you take the north, you take that, I'm going Tyrion home. Just this was never meant to be, and he takes over King's What's Left at King's Landing. We, we, did, a, we did a poll on our Instagram as well, and 78% of people think Daenerys will die in the finale. Oh, yeah, she's in all trouble. Yeah, she's, no, we've, she's gone. we've actually got something pretty fun for two diehard Game of Thrones fans. You want to hear this tomorrow that we're doing? I can't doing believe we're doing this. Yeah. I'm I so glad this. I'm not there for I it. I fought this. I, I said we cannot do this. My, I think it was oh, – anyway, it's going to be fun. Hey, tonight, have you been paying attention on After MasterChef myself, Susan? Susie Yusuf and Edmonds, uh, Sam Pang and uh, Marty Shugold, whose name isn't to be mentioned on this network. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got to get out of here. As we mentioned, though, something very special in store today for, for two diehard Game of Thrones fans. We will reveal all oh, tomorrow, buddy. but it could be rough. Yeah. yeah. I hope you guys all have fun tonight with your loved ones, watching the finale. If you're like me and your husband gets or partner gets home later than you and you're tempted, don't do it. Just do it. wait nah, it out. Nah, do it. Nah, yeah. nah. I've got, got it ready. Watch it together. I've got it ready to go, like on my Foxtel paused, and the second I hear his car go in, I press da, play. Da, 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 so he's got da, da, the credits da, da. to get onto the couch, and if he dawdles, he's missing out. It's his fault. Yep. Underworks, the number wonder, down under for socks, and has been for 20 years. Miss any of Today FM Breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen. 104.1. Hello, good morning.